Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome back to the Flood Insurance Guru Podcast. My name is Chris Green, your host and president of the Flood Insurance Guru. Today we're going to be talking about the Homeowner Flood Insurance Affordability Act and its surcharges. Is it causing flood insurance policy numbers to go down? Is it causing some additional threats possibly when it comes to flooding? Or exposures may be a better word there. Before we get started today, remember, if you've got questions about flood insurance, flood education, and flood zone changes, make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. So let's talk about this today. First of all, what is this surcharge? Now, the Homeowner Flood Insurance Affordability Act was put in place during the Big Orders Act. Um, It went into place between 2012 and 2014 to add surcharges to flood insurance policies to the National Flood Insurance Program. Now you're charged a certain surcharge for a primary residence. If it's a non-primary, you charge a separate surcharge. Now for a primary, it's $25. Not a big deal. But if it's not a primary, whether it be an investment property, a secondary, seasonal, it's a $250 surcharge. And that can be a lot of money to continue to pay year over year. So today what we want to talk a little bit is, are these surcharges possibly causing exposures in areas where people might otherwise buy flood insurance, but they're not wanting to pay this fee. What could you possibly do to still get flood insurance without paying this fee is what we're going to talk about today as well. So when it comes to this surcharge, you know, it doesn't matter if it's a flood zone X, which is a low risk flood zone, a minimum zone, even though roughly still 30% of flooding occurs there. If it's a flood zone A or AE, which is a hundred year flood zone, the surcharge is still there. Where the major player comes into play, though, in areas where flood insurance is not required or mandatory, which is flood zone X. Maybe even B or C, which are being transitioned to X on the new maps. You know, these are areas that said that are minimum risk. People are buying flood insurance because they want to protect themselves, you know, because they feel like there might be a threat for flooding. So what happens is that some of these flood insurance numbers have started to go down with the National Flood Insurance Program, you know, over the years really back to when this act was put in place, or maybe the numbers are just kind of stagnant because of the surcharge. You know, many times in these situations, these are people who have maybe secondary homes on the lake or along a river, and they're wanting to buy flood insurance to protect themselves, but they're not wanting to pay that extra $250 every year because of it. You know, they're taking the responsibility of trying to protect themselves, but they're being charged an additional $250 for it. So as a result, a lot of people are kind of reserved about paying this fee year after year. I mean, I think over the course of 10 years, that's an extra $2,500 simply in surcharge fees. So what can you do about it? You still want to protect yourself. You still want to get flood insurance, but you won't pay that $250 surcharge. Remember, you can still go through the private market for flood insurance in most situations. They're not going to charge you this $250 surcharge, which is great. Now, it's important to understand, though, on private flood insurance policies, they are going to charge other things like surplus fees, surplus taxes, maybe agency fees. There's these different fees you just need to pay attention to that actually could end up being more than a $250 surcharge that you might pay to the National Flood Insurance Program. So today, we wanted to talk about this Homeowners Flood Insurance Affordability Act, and is it holding back flood insurance policies being bought in low-risk areas because of all these extra fees? So remember, if you've got questions about these fees, if you've got questions about flood insurance, how to reduce these fees, you know, what can you do? Make sure to visit our website, floodinsuranceguru.com. You can also check out our YouTube channel and our Facebook page, 
Flood Insurance Guru, where we do these daily flood education videos. Remember, we have an educational background in flood mitigation, which means we're here to help you understand your flood risks, your flood insurance, and mitigating your property long term. My name is Chris Green, your host of the podcast and owner of the Flood Insurance Guru. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on Homeowner and Flood Insurance Affordability Act. Is it holding back flood insurance policies being bought? 